Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Health, health, wellness, wellness and, fitness. and fitness. Five days a week. Well, Flint, Michigan put the issue of lead in drinking water on the national map, even the global map. I'm telling you, they're talking about it everywhere. My guest today is Todd Barti. He's an environmental engineer and CEO of Aquasana. Welcome to the show, Todd. So let's talk about, first, let's just talk about Flint, because what's going on there is disastrous and it's terrible for those people. So what happened there? Well, thank you, Melanie. Appreciate you having me on the show. Um, Flint, Flint um, the fl- issue in Flint has definitely gotten a lot of people's attention. It's been, um, it's been the press for an extended period of time. Thankfully, uh, somebody exposed the issue um, and, and got a lot of national um, publication for it because I think um, it's been going on for a couple of years. Um, and it's finally just now surfacing. Um, but what happened in Flint was um, something that could that could basically happen anywhere. Um, the um, uh, there was a change in the uh, in the way the uh, water was sourced for for the residents of Flint, and in that change, it changed some of the water chemistry. Um, and the result was that um, uh, lead that was in the service mains already. Um, began to leach out into the water, um, and, and that water was then uh, provided to the residents, and uh, lead is a odorless and tasteless substance in water, and so people were consuming lead-contaminated um, water for some period of time before uh, before it was known. Yikes. I mean, and that is so scary for parents and for people that have been drinking that water and never even knew. And and we hear about water runoff and the herbicides and pesticides that are contaminating our water supply from the farm systems. So do they end up in our tap water as well? Or can they? Well, if you, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, basically, everything that, that's going on in, in, in society can end up in the tap water. Um, if you think about it, our water treatment facilities were designed... Uh, to, for one main purpose, and that was to kill the waterborne diseases that uh, could be in could be in the water and make water safe to drink without making us sick. And and our our process does very well at that, better than almost any country in the world. You know, for those who travel around the world and are have to be careful about the water they drink where they go. Um, the problem that we've got is that um, our industrial processes, our pharmaceutical treatments, um, and 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 other types of um, Things we do every day in the world have evolved, and where our treatment facilities haven't really evolved. Uh, it's pretty much the same purpose and the same process that we've used for years. And so if you start to think about all the new chemicals that are introduced into the world today and all the new industrial processes that are out there and all the new drugs and pharmaceuticals that are being taken, um, all of those are, are things that can end up in our water supply, whether they're flushed down the toilet or they just you know wash off of the... Uh, the grass or the the ground that they're applied to, or or flushed down from a from a industrial plant, um, they all end up in our water, some way, shape, or form. That um, is and so. If they're not scary. removed through our treatment process, then they end up at our house. It is very scary. And you mentioned but flushing pharmaceuticals. We're not supposed to flush medications. We shouldn't really flush anything but waste down the toilet, should we? Well, that's it could true. End up. That's true. But you know what what should happen and what does happen are often different. Yeah, they are. So what about mercury? We're told not to eat too much fish that contains mercury, and we've got to buy organic wild-caught fish, blah, blah, blah. But then there could be mercury in our drinking water. Well, you know, mer- mercury is one of those um, one of those byproducts from industrial uh, manufacturing processes. Um, and the thing about mercury, it's similar to lead in that... Um, it's you know it's a it's a it's an element so it doesn't biodegrade if it's in the water if it's in the soil it's it's it Stays remains the there it and 
And the same as when it enters your body, it's what they call bioaccumulative. And so your body just accumulates it over time. Um, and, and it's not good for you. Uh, it's especially not good for you if you're um, in a developmental stage in your life. So children, um, the, younger the, the younger the children are, the, the more influenced they are by heavy metal uh, contamination and pollution. Yeah, no kidding. So give us some more toxins that could be in our water because we hear that it's chlorinated water or that they've, you know, put fluoride in the water or in certain towns. So tell us what's going on with our tap water. Well, so it's interesting. Um, Chlorine is the main disinfectant that people use to make sure water is safe. Um, Over the last few years, there's been a growth of um, the use of a compound called chloramines, which is chlorine and ammonia mixed together. Um, it sounds it sounds really bad, and it's um, but it's very effective at uh, at making sure our water is safe, and it's also more cost effective um, because less chemicals are used in order to uh, make sure that the water is treated all the way to your house. The problem is the chloramines act differently than chlorine; they're they're a more corrosive compound, um, and they're chemically different, so they're harder to remove from water. Uh, most water filters out there today are, are designed to remove chlorine from water because it improves the taste of the water, and people like the like the taste of a non-chlorinated drink better. Uh, but but most filtration designed to remove chlorine won't um, also remove chloramines at very effective uh, rates. And so chloramines, you've got a couple of issues with. One is that whatever filter you're using may or may not remove chloramines if it's not certified or tested to. Um, and the second issue is that because chloramines is different chemically, it, it has different impacts on the treatment facility or the, the, the transit system to your house. A good example I'll give you is about 10, 10 years ago, Washington, D.C. saw a lead outbreak in their tap water. Um, they didn't um, did the same thing that Flint did, but it was similar in that they changed the water chemistry by going from chlorine to chloramines as their disinfectant agent. And in, by changing the water chemistry, the same result happened, and the lead and the service lines was leached out of the water and distributed to people's homes. Um, the, the same process um, went about, and that, that there was a professor out of Virginia Tech who actually identified both of these issues. Um, and in doing so, uh, Washington, D.C. changed back to chlorine, chlorine as a disinfectant agent, and, and the issue went away. But um, it just shows, to, shows us that um, this can happen at any point in time. It can happen completely inadvertently and without us knowing that the water chemistry through the treatment process can change and the, the water that's delivered to our house can become contaminated in a way that we never expected. And before I ask you about water filtration systems, is there a way for us to test our own water and see what's going on? I mean, can we find uh, out that these things rec- are in there? I, I highly recommend that. It's the only way that you know exactly what's coming out of your tap. The water treatment facility, especially a public water treatment facility, has to um, provide a water quality report, and so anywhere, anytime you can go and look, you know what they are, what the quality of the water um, is leaving that treatment facility. And most of them are fine. Some some have some small issues, um, but the only way to know what's happening at your tap in your house is by testing the water in your house, because all these issues, the Washington D.C. example I gave you, the Flint example, all of that lead has entered the water after the treatment facility, so it wouldn't even show up on the. So the there's home report. testing kits, things we can use. Home testing kits. Um, there are ones you can buy over the shelf at your local DIY shop. There are ones that mm-hmm. you can buy that are a little more complex where you actually take a sample of the water and you submit it to a lab and they do tests. Um, at Aquasana, we, we, have, um, we have negotiated a discount with a national lab, um, and we encourage people to find out what's in their water, and we send them a test kit, and our water quality specialists get the results at the same time the customer gets the results so we can talk about it together and see if there's anything anomalous in their water that they didn't expect to see. 
Now, we only have a minute left, but I want to ask you about Aquasana because there's been a stigma on water filtration things over the bunch of years and that it was a marketing thing and all of this. Just tell us in this last minute here about water filtration and Aquasana. Well, I like to tell people that any water filter is better than no water filter. They're all designed to do something good. Um, most of them, especially the gravity-based products, generally just are targeted at removing chlorine from the water, but it does improve the taste, and if it improves the taste and you drink more water, that's good. To get really good water filtration, you need to use some sort of pressurized system, so one that hooks up to your water line or has another way, a pump or some other way to generate the pressure to get really good filtration. So, um, you know, you want to look for a system that uses the pressure in your water line to generate great filtration. And the, sec- the third thing I want people to make sure is when they just buy a water filter, here, whether it's Yep, whether it's Aquasana or another one, make sure it's tested and certified by a third party to avoid any kind of issues with um, marketing scams. And you can see more about that at Aquasana.com. That's Aquasana.com. And we learned a lot about water here today, some of it pretty scary and some of it a little bit reassuring. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.